Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The 5 o'clock VGK news dump email was not good news. Mark Stone had his second back surgery on Tuesday, and the team announced yesterday that he is out indefinitely. How will the Golden Knights fill this void? We have details coming up next. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. And we thank you for making us your first choice, your first listen each and every day. And please make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us on Twitter at Tony Dasco at TD Chris G. And of course, at Lockdown Golden Knights, Lockdown VGK. We're brought to you by our new sponsor, FanDuel. Uh, sign up today at fanduel.com slash lockdown. Place your first $5 bet, get $150 in free bets, win or lose at fanduel.com slash lockdown. In typical VGK fashion, we get that 5 p.m. news dump. Oh, my goodness. Yesterday. So and- why do they do that, Tony? Like, for, for the amateurs like me, why do they do that, like, at 5 in the afternoon and not, like, early in the day when there's maybe more eyes on it? What, what, what's okay. the path for that? Great question. And so that was on Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. Mark Stone's surgery was on Tuesday. And so they do the news dump late in the day because that's when McCrimmon, McPhee, Everyone not available. They can't make any comments. It's late in the afternoon. They barely get it on the news there. They'll get it on at 6 o'clock on TV. Sports talk, if they're on the air, they can sneak it in there. They get the email, but there's no additional comments. coming. Well, they're they're burying it, basically. They're burying it. So they bury it. Exactly. That's exactly. I mean, it's not cool. It's just not cool. I could see with Bournemouth, with the soccer team, why they do it at a certain time now because they want to get it into the news stream there nine hours later, okay, right. over in England. But Interesting. Not here. Yeah, Interesting. great question, though. Yeah, so so now Mark Stone uh, probably headed to the LTIR with the back injury. We've discussed how we felt he was falling apart at the seams, okay? We could see something was wrong, something was amiss. Maybe he came back too soon. Maybe he overcompensated with other parts of his back. And then uh, the team... Sends out the release on Wednesday, 4.53 p.m. Not 5 o'clock. I stand corrected. And so he had a different back injury, they said. Well, Dr. Emily Kaplan first reported. She said that it was a different back injury. And so he had the surgery. Different doctor, too. Yeah, second time in nine months, is it? Nine months. That he's had a back surgery. And that's a lot to bear. Um, In this instance, he was carrying the team on his back. So, of course, that created a lot of injuries. So uh, January the 12th, they said that that's when he was injured against Florida. But we believe that it might have occurred sometime sooner. So let's just dive into this. What does this injury mean? The void? How are they going to uh, a timeline, if you will, on his injuries and everything else and coming back? And how will they compensate now VGK for his loss? I mean, not that there's anything positive about this, but the positive now is that there's closure. We know what's happening. They've said out indefinitely. They didn't say 
for the season. I don't know if there's a path to come back this season. I can't imagine there is, but point is no one in VGK has been quoted saying he's not coming back either in three months and four months or possibly for a playoff run if they go deep. I think it's a very low to no chance of that happening, but it is important to note that no one on the VGK side has given a timeline besides indefinite and expected to make a full recovery, full recovery, pardon me. Going back a little bit deeper, last season, right around now, wasn't it, Tony? Like late January, early February, Stone, Hurt. It was probably a 5 o'clock news dump also. And then, oh, hey, Jack Eichel's going to be playing again. Cool. You know, and it was, the optics were strange. You know, cooking the books, call it whatever you want. I'm not going to not say it wasn't cooking the books, definitely. And same thing, right? Now, fast forward to this year, January 12th, he gets Hurts. He's just out of the lineup, right? He's just gone. No one sees what happens. He's not on the bench or anything like that couple weeks go by Bruce Cassidy he'll be back on the other side of the break most likely now one other key word from the media release was that he suffered a setback so maybe there was a path for him to coming back and then whatever happened you know it's just there's no path and he's a warrior you know he would try I thought he was doing better he wasn't 100 percent, but I also did feel he was skating much more confidently in the first you know three months of the season yeah, and then things just started to fall apart, and it was noticeable. It was noticeable at times yep. where well, you see he was just laboring in pain or something was just not right when he was on the ice. And that grimace, well, he always has that grimace face. He does. Uh, but stone or not, uh, if this team does not make the playoffs, Kelly McCrimmon, is the ice a little bit thinner this morning? Yes, it has to be. I mean, listen. The one thing that I have said, first of all, we did a show, Tony, where me and you argued about Kelly McCrimmon doing a good job. And it had actually a lot of views. It was one of, our, one of our most popular shows. And my argument wasn't that that complex. It was, look at how they did the first four seasons. They had four chances to win the Cup. Season five with the injuries. Season six, my quote was somewhere along the lines of, I'm going to trust McCrimmon because he's given us no reason not to. But if the injuries start coming back because we have an aging roster, the injuries are coming back. We have an aging roster. So now this is when the ice is definitely getting a lot thinner for Kelly McCrimmon. On the plus side, though, now we got, you know, eight, nine, 10 million bucks to burn all of a sudden. And we'll talk about that in our next segment a little bit. So all is not lost, right? I mean, it would be worse if he was coming back somewhere in in mid-March, right? And we have to keep that salary space open. This gives us the closure. It gives the fans the closure. We all wish Mark Stone well. Like, let's not forget the human element to this. No one feels worse about this than him, I'm sure. And we look forward to having him back on the ice next year. And we're going to have a whole segment next year with what this team's going to do as well with uh, between him, possibly Leonard, and everything else coming back. I mean, we're strapping in, folks. This is going to be some must-see TV with the VGK for the next about seven months, regardless of how deep they make they go. If they, if they make the playoffs – or how well they do. We got must-see TV content every single day. You know what's hilarious is at the start of this week, Chris and I were just chitter-chattering back and forth. And, hey, what are we going to talk about for this entire <laughs> off week? You know, and I got my feet up right up now. You can't see it. <laughs> we always come up with something creative. But this team is never, ever, ever void uh, 5 p.m. news dumps ever and so it's a circus tony and i don't mean that in a bad way it's a circus and it it really is there's so much drama around this organization and i'm just curious if the team makes any comments today and what the demeanor of this team is going to be i'm curious when they found out that he would need back surgery it's obviously been 
in the works here since that injury. They knew that it was a serious one. Yes. I'm curious how long they knew. I'm and sure they about, Yeah, think about hockey, though, is that everything is just so hushed and so quiet and upper body, lower body, upper body injuries. It's just buried, right? It's kind of sad. What's funny is when I'm selling my sports cards, I'm selling cards to people all across the, the United States and Canada mainly. And, you know, I'm, I'm not shy about my, my love and I'm still a VGK fan. Like that's never going to change. I, I'm very happy that I can still bridge the gap of doing this, going to the games and talking to the players and doing that stuff. But also I go to about half the games with my son as a fan. So I'm so thankful I can still bridge that gap and call myself a fan. So when I'm doing my work and stuff like that, you know, I, people will ask me, Hey, what is it like in Vegas? Like what is going on down there? And it's just like, my response is a, yeah, we don't, we don't got enough time for this, but uh, you know, it's, um, it's a circus in Vegas. And again, that's of all the things happening. I don't mean that in a bad way. It is a circus here. There's always something happening. McCrimmon is always up to something. Unfortunately, our players are always hurt right now. And for the last two seasons and, on a serious note, this is on McCrimmon right now. This is totally on McCrimmon. I mean, Martinez out for a while. Mark Stone out for a while. And you can keep on going on and on and on. Jack Eichel with a non-contact injury. These are players breaking down in front of our eyes right now. And I'm still not saying that this team cannot make a run. I think uh, there's a lot of possible acquisitions that can be better than Mark Stone as far as what his level of output was based on his health. Coming up next, we've got Money to Burn right now. That's uh, the segment that Chris wanted to discuss. Make it rain. Let's go. <laughs> who, will, <laughs> who will VGK target to help to bail out this season? Is there some help in sight? God knows. We'll return with more right after this on Locked On Golden Knights. New customers join today and get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet at FanDuel. One of our newest partners, our new sports betting partner here at Locked On. Just sign up at uh, FanDuel.com slash Locked On. FanDuel has all of your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props to the 5 o'clock news stuff. Just kidding. No, that was bad. Okay, off target. Uh, plus, you can combine all of your bets for a chance for bigger payouts and the same game parlay. And it's all on the app that's safe, secure, super easy to use. Of course, the big game is coming up, the Super Bowl, and still Philadelphia minus one-and-a-half point favorites in Arizona and the over-under 49-and-a-half, and things have not moved. We'll get some late money as a lot of the fans start to get more interested in this big game. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your $5 bet today and get $150 in free bets, win or lose, and that's at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel the official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. Welcome back from Las Vegas, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's a lot of fun, and I don't want to jinx myself, but I don't look like a Martian today. So sunspots are gone for a moment, at least. Uh, so, so Chris, how does VGK have money to burn? I think we need to go through this whole process for the fans. Uh, they'll have some money now available because Mark Stone is out, and we don't know. Do they have to put him, first of all, on LTIR yep. to make that yep. available? Yep. Right? And I haven't seen that move happen yet. Usually Cap Friendly puts that when that happens. So 
Once he goes to L, so there, there's two things to talk about. We've hit this before. There's IR and LTIR. LTIR is is uh, the simpler of the two. LTIR means you get a roster spot and you get that money freed up. And I think you have to miss 10 games, if I'm not mistaken. IR, you get a roster spot, but the money is not freed up. So that's just the the layman's terms about what the difference is. And, you know, we I dug up uh, what why McCrimmon was down in St. Louis and one of our other scouts. Ivan Barbashev was the possible person that they were talking about. Uh, looking at wow. Barbashev's stats, only $2.6 million salary. I say only because maybe the path was different than as it is now as far as with Mark Stone. Maybe they were going to do a smaller move and, and with the – the hope Mark Stone was coming back, not the case, obviously. Looking at Barbashev's stats, Tony, you're going to hate this. I'll tell you right now. His best season was last season, 21-22, 81 games played, 60 points. Not bad. Every season before that, starting from when he broke into the NHL, 12, 13, 26, 26, 12, 60. This season, 24 points, 51 games. He's probably on pace for 36, 37 38 points. So VGK hoping to possibly strike some lightning in a bottle. Um, Cassidy has seen Barbashev play. Obviously, uh, they had uh, the long uh, seven-game Stanley Cup final. So Cassidy knows a little bit about him. And obviously, our main attraction, of course, uh, if it's not going to be the more value-type player, Patrick Kane. There's uh, just going through uh, the internet this morning. VGK is already linked to something possibly with Patrick Kane. Remember, I'm a Chicago fan. I saw Patrick Kane's first unofficial goal at the United Center against Dominic Hachik in a shootout, which happened to be the game winner. So I know, you know I've seen Kane a few times, I guess we can say, plus out here in uh, in Arizona and Vegas, obviously. And Kane only has like nine goals. He's a, a minus, a terrible number right now. But he's playing on a team that's trying not to win. Let's call it what it is. Whether they're outright tanking or not, they're not. the GM is not putting the players out there to do well. So Patrick Kane, I mean, he's as glitz and glamoury and as everything Vegas could possibly be. And, I mean, bring it. I say bring it. To me, this is a situation where VGK cannot go out. They can't afford to have a, I hate to use cliches here, but a diamond in the rough. So it can't be, okay, we're overthinking this. And that's what they want in Barbashev. And it, that's what they yeah, want. that's exactly what I'm getting at, okay? The point that I'm trying to make is that they already had that luck with the Chandler Stevenson, right? And maybe some other players. Nick okay? Nick Waugh, great. Yeah. Great point. But at this stage of the season, where they are at, they need someone that's going to be consistent and that they know can deliver. They can't go after, okay, we're just the smartest guys in the Allegiant Stadium press box. That was the funniest thing ever when they got lost up there. But they can't they can't afford to do that anymore. They can't. And so why not Tarasenko? Well, and that's a good option too. Um Looking at Tarasenko's stats, his salary certainly lines up uh, much better. Oh, where's my screen? Where do I got? I got it somewhere. Twenty nine points, something like that. Was that his? Yeah, but I mean, that, I don't put too much stock into that. Just like I don't put too much stock into what Patrick Kane is doing right now. So Tarasenko, uh, ten and 19, 29 points, cool, fine, whatever. But you know, he has the ability to put up as high as eighty two. 82 points last season in 75 games. Not bad, but he's also had all their seasons in the 70s and the 60s. So he might just need that breath of fresh air and to get out of St. Louis. And, you know, listen, we can argue if Kane or Tarasenko. There we go. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not 100% today, folks. We'll get through it, though. 
we can we can split hairs who would probably be the better fit for the VGK. I, I think Patrick Kane slightly is. I mean, I, I want someone who I know can finish and snipe and also pass just as well as Jack Eichel. Patrick Kane is a mirror of Jack Eichel. He's a little bit older, obviously, but same deal. He's going to go behind the net. He's going to make a great pass. He's going to make the people around him better, maybe even better than Jack Eichel's been doing it, because unfortunately, Jack Eichel for the last 10 games has not been doing it. And, you know, off script a little bit, we feel that Jack Eichel might still be injured. So hopefully this break is going to give Eichel a chance to get back to full health. One more point real fast. A lot of people are saying that we should go for someone we can develop, someone we can hold on to, not just a rental. VGK does not have that luxury, folks. Robin Leonard, not to make light of his situation, but he needs to get paid next season. I'll say it just like that. I got to ask you a question about Leonard. So Leonard, last time I checked, was not on LTIR. He's just on IR. I don't know. I haven't looked. Why would that be? Cooking the book. It's it's all cooking the books. I mean, there's reasons for everything. I have to make a point here. I just don't feel the teams want to make deals with VGK. VGK was first onto the scene. Got the cockiness going. I think that, you know, McCrimmon's kind of snarky himself. Uh, The front office, the dictator, everything, all those things combined. And it's Las Vegas. And the league wants, of course, VGK to win because it does bring more ratings, which are sinking, by the way, uh, by the moment with ESPN. And they bring more value, more money, everything else. And so the, the league wants them to win. But I think right now that the other teams... Maybe it's not to the degree of collusion, but it's probably collusion where they're they're not wanting to deal with VGK. And why should they bolster this roster here? So a couple of things. One, Robin Leonard, I'm not seeing as anything active in the quick look on hockey reference I did. But going back to your question now, teams know VGK's situation. Carolina knew VGK's situation. Sure, give us Max Pacioretty. Oh, wait. Give you us Dylan bury, Coglin also. Give us Coglin. You could just, bury just in this case. team right now. Yeah, well, and let's go back to Marc-Andre Fleury. Same thing. Everyone knew we had to get, get Marc-Andre Fleury out. You know they shopped him for whatever they could get, and it lands on Chicago for, a, like, a, what, a seventh-round pick and, and a nothing-nobody player. And, you know, Zach Hayes we just shipped out of here for crying out loud on the future considerations deal for Carolina as well. So I don't think it's teams not wanting to do business with us. I think it is smart business in the sense that, for lack of better term, the other 31 teams have the Vegas Golden Knights by the balls right now. Can I say that, by the balls? Okay. I think they have them by the balls right now. They if know. Say, if, if you could say it's time to grab your nuts. Yeah, you could, you could say fair that. Fair enough. Okay, fair enough. My, my hands are above the table, by the way. But, um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a hundred, <laughs> I'm a hundred percent, uh, you know, on, the perspective that they know, and these are smart GMs like Kelly McCrimmon. Listen, he, we have our issues with him, but he's a smart man. That's built a very good roster that unfortunately is unraveling in front of him right now. And there's 31 other very smart GMs, some smarter than others. You look at what Tampa, how they've been competitive for the last decade, you know, and all these other teams that have been in Washington, same thing, just another one right now. And I'll put VGK in that conversation too, because they've been a cup contender for, every single year, including parts of this year, until everything came apart right now. So point being is everyone in the NHL knows VGK's situation. And if they're going to make a deal with us, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to grab, they're going to grab and they're going to get every, they're going to squeeze everything they can. It's going so bad. They're going to squeeze everything they can out of the VGK right now. Okay. And one of the things that VGK will not be able to to squeeze, forget about this. Timo Meyer will not be 
a Golden Knight. There, there's no way that a first no Brasan and maybe Korazak is probably. Yeah, but there's what it no way. Yeah, I don't think San Jose is going to deal there. Uh, coming up next, how could VGK benefit from the Patrick Kane loophole? We'll get to that <laughs> when we return. Love right the after irony. This. Love it. Love it. Uh, Locked on Golden Knights. <laughs> Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick. We come to you from Las Vegas each and every day. And we appreciate all of your comments yesterday on our Twitter stream at Locked On VGK. Chris got everyone going. We did the untouchable thing. And then the big news, the big shebang about Mark Stone and the back surgery. We had a feeling that he was headed down this path. And uh, we definitely appreciate all of you making us your first listen. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. All the interactions are great, too. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. It's a lot of passion right now, as there should be. As there it's should been, be. It's been an absolute blast. And I, I had to put out that question yesterday. Okay, so what if another team wants the number one prospect for VGK? And who the heck is that prospect? They don't have a number one prospect. You can't you can't tell me Brendan Brisson right now is the number one prospect or Caden Korzak. And people started to go uh, deep into the Winter Hawks in Portland and everything else. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> with you on that. I'm with okay, you on that. So, so we want to talk about uh, the Patrick Kane loophole. And that just basically essentially means, as we know, there is no salary cap for the postseason. And so, again, so teams weird. have – So weird. So it's weird. the strangest Why? rule in sports, okay? Uh, you have to be cap compliant up until – the playoffs and then Katie bar the door. You can just throw in everyone, the kitchen sink. So this is something uh, that actually stemmed from Patrick Kane going. It was February. I think a few seasons ago where he went on LTIR uh, Stan Bowman, the then general Matt, the general manager of your Blackhawks uh, put him on the LTIR. And so his salary was around 6.3 million. And so they put him on LTIR they get three players that equal <laughs> 6.3 million postseason. Those it. players so, so get a Chicago thing. <laughs> Those players, you know, get a chance to play in the postseason. And then Kane also comes back. They cook the books. And now I, I don't believe, I, in all actuality, uh, that news was just devastating, you know, yesterday about Mark Stone. And in all actuality, I don't believe he's coming back. I don't think he'll be back. So I don't think that this will be that sort of a situation. But just in case he can, you can get players that now equal, where's he at? Nine and a half million? Nine and change, something like that. Yeah, 9.5 million. You could get, man, you could go go shopping shopping for days. Go shopping. Toys R Us, uh, Toys R Us, uh, Cart Spree, right? So, So the exact situation was Stan Bowman gets, Anton Vermette at 3.5, Kimo Timonen at 2.75, and Andrew Desjardins at 800K, which is like plus or minus a couple hundred thousand of what Patrick Kane's contract is. And boom, here he is back, you know, all of a sudden for game one of the playoffs. And Tampa also has been very into uh, cooking the books. Let me see if I can, what's the best way to search this here? Tampa Bay Lightning cooking salary. the books yeah so so Kane and the rule. replacements all come back for the playoffs and yeah well definitely... not headman um uh the other guy that does the fun shots yeah the fun shot guy just yeah whoever that is yeah it's perfect it's perfect but point being is okay yeah so 
uh, who was the player? We, I, I just hit an autograph card of his too. It's going to drive me nuts now. Whatever, fine. But point being, exactly the same situation where they had a player out the entire regular season. Too early for this, man. So who was it? Uh, da, 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 not Belmer. Just go ahead. Kucherov, yeah. Nikita Kucherov, Nikita Kucherov. Kucherov. So Gosh. They did the same thing. They kept him out the entire season. And I mean, boom. Focused right, on Patrick time. Kane. You had me focused on news dump, cooking the books. <laughs> it's it, it's wacky right now and just back to the point of the segment talking about the rule it is it is so wacky it's definitely um it encourages cooking the books going back we had some people comment on our youtube about specifically you tony about vegas not cooking the books and stuff like that and what do they say what do they say it was we, we you, you saw this someone basically didn't like your perspective about cooking the books and stuff like that and Perfect. everybody does it every single team does it because the nhl puts these loopholes out there Stupid. And VGK is going to take advantage. Tampa took advantage. Chicago took advantage, as they should. All you're doing is playing within the rules, folks. If you're getting a little kinky doing it, fine. Who cares? Who cares? You got to go there. A little kinky. Okay, so you believe that now there's a sense of urgency for the Vegas Golden Knights. So McCrimmon this weekend, Miami, a lot of meetings, a lot of face-to-face time. So you think that they're really jumping on this? I think a move is in they must They must have known because, right, we did see, uh, where was McCrimmon? Calgary? And then the two well, scouts. Yeah, checking out the Blues that night. Okay. And then the two scouts in St. Louis. Yep. So they're close to something. Columbus that night. Boone Jenner. Uh-huh. There we go. Got my Boone Jenner reference. Yeah. There. I wonder. Yeah. Is he still in play? But <sighs> now they're going to have to do something very, very quickly because. They, they are going to do something very, very quickly. Or spots available. They're not waiting until the season now, knowing what we know, if a move isn't made till the 11th hour on March 3rd, the trade deadline, when there's only 22 games left, whatever the number is, the season could be away from us by then. So I honestly think they want to do something now before the practices start back up and everything. And I think you see something happen very, very soon. It should be uh, noted that the uh, VGK team, probably based on our show yesterday has a lot of assets to shout. If you don't have that number one prospect, if there's not that player that's going to make the immediate impact, get some, get some defense to shut. Don't you think that everyone pretty much is in play in the yes. AHL on that level. And then all of those players that we talked about, and this again could be the result with Mark Stone hate to go there of an aging roster. And I don't want to hear the excuse of it is an aging roster, Tony, you're not going anywhere. Okay, but I don't want to hear the excuse on the next broadcast about injuries, okay? No, it's not an excuse. They're down one nothing because they give up the first goal, and then they go in the dumps. That's not due to injuries, folks. VGK made their bed, now they got to sleep on it. Okay, so you think that they're going to move on this pretty rapidly? I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if anything freezes this weekend with the All-Star festivities and stuff like that. I don't think so either. I honestly don't know. But I would not be surprised if by Monday we knew the path of this team as far as the roster goes. Okay. It's going to be interesting now. We're going to see a lot of movement. Uh, We'll definitely be on fan-friendly. We'll keep our ears to the ground. And then also you can find us on Lockdown VGK. Uh, We'll be putting stuff out there. Definitely follow uh, my man, uh, TD Chris G, there on Twitter because he'll probably have things quicker than the 5 p.m. news dump. Okay. <laughs> a lot faster. We'll try. Uh, we'll coming, try. We'll try. Coming up on tomorrow's show, I think we're going to talk. There's an all star game coming up, right? Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. We could talk about 
some of those skills competitions. What the, so we're going to do segment one, one minute, segment two, two minutes. What the Friday, 26 minutes. It's got to be, it's got to be a lengthy WTF. What the Friday, please, please, please get those comments in. We need to put something out. Let's talk Twitter. about the, the fake all-star, the fake all-star uh, games that they don't do in the arena. That'd be a good oh topic. My gosh. I, those are, those are terrible. It's so bad. And they're, they're doing it in the NFL too, with the pro bowl. It's just ridiculous. And I told you last week though, right? clairvoyant i said mark stone if he were in that competition probably could not hit the ocean with a shot so bad so bad so bad we'll see all tomorrow we appreciate everyone tuning in chris feel better for tomorrow's show we're trying we're trying we'll get through it folks we'll get through it from my man chris gallick tony cardasco from las vegas and again we appreciate you making our first you you our first us your first listen each and every day (laughs) see you tomorrow right here 5 p.m news dump folks on lockdown golden knights